Welcome to Ask the Accountant, the podcast that is made for you. Weekly podcast live Mondays from 8.30 a.m., released on the podcast service of your choice on Wednesdays. Your main weekly hosts, Aaron Patrick and Johan Gary. Got something to ask? Submit your questions below or ask during the show. Podcast loading. We are currently getting everything set up behind the scenes. So sit back, relax, and we will be with you in a few seconds. Enjoy. Absolute amateur. Absolute amateur. Forgot to take it off. Anyway, good morning, everybody, and a very warm welcome to Ask the Accountant, episode number 30. The date is the 15th of May, 2023. And today is going to be about one thing and one thing only, really, isn't it? Something happened last week, something quite exciting. I think we might as well cover it. Uh, before we get into that, though, my co-host is here, as always. Johan, Johan, how has your weekend been? Good morning, Aaron. Yeah, nice chilled weekend. Feet up, recovering from the event of the week. Um, you know what's most traumatic about the whole thing? Is I've been on holiday and walked like 20,000, 30,000 steps in a day looking at tourist sites and stuff. And my legs and feet have hurt less doing that than doing 10,000 steps in a day at a Countex. So, yeah, two days on your feet is hard work, to say the least. And as Paul says, have we both recovered? Go on, Jan, you go first. Physically, just about. Mentally, I'm getting there. <laughs> There was a lot, wasn't there? There was a lot to take in. Hopefully you're all well, Paul. And speaking of Paul and everyone else, hello to everyone who is talking to us live. Remember, we go live at 8.30 a.m. each and every Monday morning, including my holidays. Um, and we are here to talk to you and ask questions as we go along. So if you don't have a burning question, stick it in the comments. If you aren't listening to us live, though, then that means you're listening to us on one of the podcast services of choice, which we go live on a Wednesday and uh, we've got more dr- coming in as well. But Kirsty, good morning, Kirsty. And anyone else who's live, please do put a comment in there. All right, we're going to keep it really straightforward today. It's simple. We're just going to talk about Accountex because, oh, what a show it was. Two full days. I mean, technically for us, it was, well, two and a half, you'd say, would you? Because, you know, we had to yeah. get there the day before. Well, that's it. Yeah, you get there the day before, don't you? And I mean, I was due to come back on the Friday, but. I had to come back on the Thursday due to train strikes and chaos on the train lines. Um, but yeah, it was so long, two and a half days, very long, two and a half days. And it's just overwhelmed for of all your senses for that whole period of time. It's yeah, really, really challenging to say the least. The, the amazing thing is there's a long two and a half days yet. I still went away thinking, Oh, I forgot to do X. Ooh, oh, yeah. Why I was supposed to go see so and so, and yeah, it's amazing how you know. Yes, it's long and it is a full two days, but still not enough time, is it? <laughs> not with a conference that size. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's so many people I said I wanted to go and see, I wanted to go and catch up with. So many people reaching out to me on LinkedIn. I'll pop by and have a chat with us. Blah blah blah. None of that happened. I uh, yeah. And I've seen quite a few posts on LinkedIn where people are a bit upset that they've not managed to do everything they wanted to plan and they're kicking themselves. I think we've done these events for how many years now and we've still not mastered it properly and managed to do everything we wanted to do and plan everything in. I think you just take it as it goes. I don't think anyone's too worried and just deal with it and move on. Exactly right. Uh, Paul suggests that maybe we should do it in three days. I'm not so sure about that. I don't think I can handle three days physically or mentally. I mean, we made it more difficult for ourselves, didn't we, by speaking on both days, doing a live podcast on the end of day one and doing the social media takeover for QuickBooks and on top of that, getting all the media content we wanted for the upcoming weeks. And yeah, it was, we didn't stop, put it that way. No, 
not once, not once. And we'll, we'll go through exactly what our experience was in a moment. Uh, Stuart says, first account text this year coming from Devon. Sheer scale of it is miles away from normality. Great event, though. Certainly is a great event. And glad to see that you got your first account text under your belt. Hopefully it's first of many there, Stuart. So, yeah, let's talk about our experience then. Yeah, so we, we turned up on the day before. And the reason we had to is because we had quite a few commitments, didn't we? Yeah, and we had quite a few things that we needed to get done. And I remember saying this time last week, um, I was joking around saying, oh, well, we've got three different passes and, you know, ha, 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 blah, blah, blah. But actually, actually, that exhibitor um, uh, pass was an absolute game changer for us, wasn't it? It gave oh, us that really? little bit of extra, Absolutely I was calling them Nicky hours or whatever you want to call them, so it was a little extra hours. But I think yeah. without those extra hours, we wouldn't be able to achieve what we achieve, would we? No. no, I mean, we've got some fantastic content. We've got a whole new thing coming out, haven't we? Um, because we had that exhibitor pass. And I think, yeah, that that was a absolute game changer for us for accessibility, sound control. You know, even when we were going around filming between like 8 and 9, 30, 10 o'clock, whenever it opened, the noise levels were up there. But we could get some good content created without the crowds behind us. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was it was completely um, surreal at first, wasn't it? When we first walked into that 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 um, that conference hall, and and you know we've all we've done it a few times, both me, me and you, and and you know it, that first time when you walk in is so overwhelming, especially when there's all those people around. But it's eerily even more overwhelming when you walk in and there's nobody there. At one point, yeah. there were the security dogs walking around, wasn't there? That was, That's that it. Was... On day two, we were there pretty much before all the exhibitors because we weren't we weren't all jaded from the night before. Because I mean, even on the night before, we were technically working, weren't we? Because we were going well, around taking advantage of the slightly tipsy software providers to get the inside scoop. Um, so yeah, even then we were working, but. We got there that early that the security guys were going around with the drug dogs and the explosive dogs checking everything was going to be safe for us, which I think that even that's a behind-the-scenes thing that you just don't take into account for these conferences is how phenomenally secure they are and how well-organised they are. Yeah, without a doubt. And and it was interesting as well because you know we were invited by QuickBooks to um, talk at the stand and also do the social media takeover. So we, we kind of – it was – for me, definitely, it was my first working in Accountex. I've, you know, I've, 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 um, you know, attended many a conference before where we've kind of had bits to do here and there. But this felt like we were literally part of the QuickBooks team. It was brilliant. Yeah. You know, we, we were able to, you know, that was our base, and we kept going backwards and forwards from it. Now, one thing though that was really interesting to see was just how well organized, just even the QuickBooks side of thing. Accountex is a whole beast and we'll talk about it on wednesday for anyone who doesn't know we're doing a bit of a behind the scenes talk about uh recap with over on ashley's channel on wednesday and we'll we'll definitely dive into there about kind of how how accountex itself is going but i think what what really stood out for me was just you know take into those little micro ecosystems you know the quickbook stand how well organized that was you know there was you know, people had their roles, they knew exactly what to do. We saw the people behind the scenes doing the technical stuff, you know, even the things like the monitors being put on in a position way and the sound testing we got to see and all that sort of stuff. It's just, I think, as a, you know, when we were just consumers and just walking in there and being amazed at all, it's like, wow, you know, but when you see every little intricate detail that goes into place, it's absolutely mind boggling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. And, you know, these guys, the tech guys are getting their crack of dawn, they're running the, the live shows and speeches for us, then they're packing it all away and securing it all for the night night time. It's a long day for them as well. Yeah, yeah, and it was it. <laughs> I mean, the stand literally is just made up of wood and everything else, isn't it? And yeah. and and it was interesting because it was the same stand as last year, so I imagine it was stored somewhere and brought back the next time. You know, you imagine yeah. that's how it works. Um, but it was yeah, it was really really interesting to see how it works. So just to give everyone kind of a update of how we had tackled AccountX our end. So we got there nice and early, eight o'clock, wasn't it, that we got there? Yep. Um, and we started our whole process of doing the behind the scenes takeover. Um, 
safe to say we both learned a lot on how to do takeovers going forward. Like it was our first attempt at it. Um, and I'm sure QuickBooks has learned a thing or two as well about how to, you know, construct that going forward and, and how that should work. But it was a really exciting and it got, gave us that buzz throughout the whole account, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it felt like we were members of the media going up, interviewing people, getting insights and stuff. It made the whole event really exciting from a very different perspective for us, which was fantastic. Yeah, and I think what really got me about like that whole aspect there was I was thinking about it in a different way. Like it's, you know, it wasn't just when we, we've been to conferences before where we've gone, oh, let's get a bit of this and a bit of that. And it, but this was every every you know five minutes we're thinking, oh, we should really cover that. Oh, well, someone's going to need to know about. Oh, well, what about this one? And it just completely put a spin on like what we were thinking about. It wasn't just from our eyes, but we we're trying to figure out, well, how can we also get that in a really good light and and well what about how are people going to know where the quickbook stand is surely we're going to show them and walk them to it and, and items like that and it just i thought it was really interesting the way that we were able to just kind of think of new ways of trying to throw this together and and again like short form content isn't our thing is it like normally yeah. we're long form content and podcasts and you know there's no way we could ever do a 15 minute podcast like Ashley. I mean, he doesn't either, but you know, we, we're not short form content connoisseurs. So having to think about it in that sort of way was quite in it, quite different as well. Wasn't quite, quite eye opening, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely a different mindset to create short form content. Um, having said that, I think we've come away with some fantastic long form content. Um, shall we explain our new? Go for it, go a for bit the of content. So yeah. what we did on day two, we got there cracker dirt, cracker morning, and um, we actually did what we called the grid walk. So we took this inspiration from the F1, because Aaron and I are both big F1 fans. And at an F1 race, once the cars are all on the grid, there's lots of celebrities, big wigs, all the heads of the all different driving companies are sat there. And uh, Martin Brundle starts from the back and he walks all his way giving you insights and insider knowledge and stuff and talking to various people. Um, so that's what we did on day two, wasn't it? We did the grid walk. I mean, it was, was it like 17 minutes worth of footage in the end? And that was quite brisk and we weren't doing too many interviews and stuff. Um, but I absolutely loved that. I can't wait to be able to go and do that at Digital Accountancy Show in a week, in a month's time. Um, so yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was a really good concept. And again, we just thought of it off the top of our head, wasn't it? It was, yeah. you know, because we were in that mindset of trying to think of new ways and keeping people engaged, it was, it was really, really interesting. Uh, Ashley, cannot wait till Wednesday either. We've already plugged it. You know, you missed the plug. So yeah. we've probably been there. We can't do it again. No, 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 no. Definitely. Uh, Wednesday, uh, we're looking forward to being on Ashley's channel and um, talking all things accounting one more time. So, no, really, really excited Definitely. for that one. Um, but you know, I mean, that whole concept of um, the grid walk idea. I think we one thing we did we did wrong on this one being, being the first time we ever did it. We did it too early, didn't we? There wasn't yeah. enough people around. I think you're right. If we can absolutely get that at the right right key point, where people are just kind of warming up, just ready there, and we're kind of almost talking to them, and it is that concept. Like you think about a grid walk is about talking to the the drivers just before they race and just before they go off on it. If we can get to the, you know, to the, you know, the people at the vendors and talk to them, maybe before their talk, before they, you know, they really open up or especially if they've got some announcements to make and then they're kind of a bit jittery about how this announcement's going to be and everything like that. I think that's when we can really get to see some great, honest, like content from it. And I think that's what, yeah. what, what excites me about that concept. Yeah, no, definitely. And then on top of all of that, it's just meeting everyone like who were in the comments like mark jones didn't know aaron was that tall in real life um someone sue green turned around to me and said oh johan you're shorter than i expected you to be and that's the beauty of you know we we're building an audience virtually and that's fantastic but then we meet in person and you know it's always great to hear our listeners and viewers opinions on it and stuff like that you know uh, I didn't get to see Kirsty, but she's in here. Like she was just saying how noisy it was and how hard to have a chat it was. Um, but yeah, we met Paul. We met loads of people that are really big fans of the podcast, and that's 
that's just fantastic. That's the kind of stuff that makes you go, yeah, let's carry on doing this. Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Okay, so let's kind of recap or carry on the recap of what we've done. So we arrived there day one. We got to go behind the scenes. We got to enjoy that. And then doors opened and everyone came in. Um, and then really we had, what, an hour to go until our first talk of the of yep. the session. So you, you got to go on first. Um, and thankfully for us as well, we got um, – uh, JV was uh, talking about uh, talking first at the at the QuickBook stand, um, and like, I don't know about you, but last time the QuickBook stand in my mind, um, and maybe maybe I just misremember it, but this time last year I felt like the talks at the QuickBook stand were just something that was happening in the background. People were just kind of while they were at the stand, they were just kind of watching it, like okay, yeah, 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 but then carrying on doing what they're doing. It was almost like a you didn't go to the to the stand just for the talk it was just a nice little addition at the stand itself by this time it felt like there was a lot of people actually you know they did book time in it they, they were there especially like the first one jv's one there was quite a few people there weren't they from day one already yeah. there sat down waiting to take it all in and i thought that was a great little um um what you call it as well it was great little uh, insight there or, or, or great little kind of experience to see people like actually coming to the standing, it gave a reason for people to be at the QuickBook stand. And then once they were there, that's when they kind of got to play the games or get the swag or talk to some of the others about, you know, uh, some of the stuff they've, they've just heard about. And I thought that was, you know, I thought that worked really well. And I felt like it worked better than the previous year. Am I misremembering it? Or is that how it was? No, I, I do think the attendance was much, much better at the QuickBook stand sessions this year than previous years. Now, was that because we, they had better content and more people were more interested? Or was it because the lineups for those mini stages, as it were, got announced earlier? Whereas no one really knew about the mini stages before That's the event true. last year. Yeah, exactly. So it, you could put it into your planning this year. Um, yeah, it... I think they were much better attended. There was crowds waiting for people to go on. And when people were speaking, the crowds got bigger. So, yeah, I think it was a fantastic mini stage to have. And because Zero had one as well. Um, who else had them? I mean, I assume Sage had one. We I didn't. think Sage had one, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a few of the these mini stands, um, which, yeah, I think were well attended from all from all videos and footage I'm seeing of them and from what we saw live on the two days. Yeah, it was brilliant, wasn't it? It really was. And I think, you know, from our personal experience, we felt like maybe it was too short. I mean, maybe that's the only feedback we could kind minutes. of just do. Well, yeah. we've just said, haven't we, short form content is not our forte <laughs> not our at all. <laughs> but 20 minutes, especially when you're regurgitating something, a session that you and I had already delivered for an hour at QuickBooks Connect. The Yeah, day one, I felt I did a terrible job. Day two, I felt happier with the outcome. Um, but yeah, when, you're, when you've got a 60-minute session, you've got to rip out two-thirds of it, but you want to keep all the valuable parts, then you have to work out which, ones, which parts you felt were more valuable. Then when you're talking and delivering it, in your mind, you're like, right, when I was talking about this, I was at this time marker in my 60-minute show, but I can't remember where I am in my 20-minute show. Um, so, yeah, it, it was difficult, um, but it was very, very good. Yeah, well, 100%. And I mean, my my biggest criticism I remember telling you was the fact that, for me, a lot of my talk is, all right, let's build up to this this crescendo, or this this you know wow moment. And the whole point of my talk is that I go, Oh, you got this problem. Oh, well, there's a solution. And here's the wow to fix it. The problem is I couldn't show that wow. <laughs> I just yeah. couldn't try and explain it. And the amount of times I said, well, go talk to someone over there. They'll show it. You it's like, it, you lose that that um, that impetus on it. But, you know, that we, you know we, we were dealing with the time slot we had and, we, and, and everything that went with it. I think, I think overall, though, people were really, you know, happy with it. They, they, we had, like you said before, we had a lot of people there. I think... By far the biggest attended though was AJ's LinkedIn one, wasn't it? Like that was oh, they were <laughs> people people pushing each other the way to get to the to the thing. It was it was crazy. It was a, a really really exciting. My profile on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it was a, a very, very good, um, uh, good, good, good session that one. And I think, I think overall, I think the fact that we were based at the QuickBooks stand because of the work we were doing for them and because of the talks and everything else, that was our HQ and we kept going backwards and forwards. But every time we were going there, it was always like a buzz around it. There was always people there busy. I mean, banked in in part, I suppose, to all the recent announcements at QuickBooks Connect. I mean, that would have been part and parcel of it. And the fact there was kind of a, um, you know, a buzz around that. But I think overall, it was just a, it, it just felt like there was quite a nice, um, nice buzz around it. Um, and then if we kind of go towards, towards the end of day one, we had our live podcast, didn't we? We went over to the... Um, to the uh to the theater 11 or, or 13 theater 11. 11 um we got an opportunity to talk there and and um and and give our live podcast there and i thoroughly enjoyed that i know i know you absolutely loved it i know it was one of your words yeah. you but i thought that whole idea of it you know we, we we were talking before it was battle of the podcast you know we're trying to bring up that, that sort of aspect of it and in my mind thinking five o'clock i thought you know what, there'll be a few people there. It's going to be, a you know, um, towards the end of the show, there'll just be a couple of dedicated fans there. It'll be fine. Um, you know, that's what we're excited. But no, we had a sellout room and it was just, it was brilliant, wasn't it? And like Paul said, you know, we got opportunity to shout out to people who actually are regulars of the show and everything else. So I think it was a, a really good moment. And for saying that this time last year, there wasn't as the accountant. I think, it, you know, it was yeah. just a, a really good, way of just showing how how we've how far we've come hasn't it yeah i mean if you think i i remember speaking to lizzie who was there to help us with the tech and stuff and i said to her just be careful with your camera angles i'm expecting quite a a quiet room with a lot of empty chairs so just make sure you angle it so it looks like there's a few heads in there which means it might have been full uh with the cameras and we didn't have to worry about that like every seat was taken People were stood around the back and the sides, and people were stood in the far away outside listening in. Um, yeah, the buzz that we got from that was just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think as well, like, you know, the fact that we went from there and then we went straight, we were invited to a, um, uh, a an event for QuickBooks for a kind of after party with them. Um, like you said, like the day just flew by. It was just yeah. we we finished that. We didn't even have a time to really think about it. Like no time to kind of take it all in or anything else. It was right, quickly pack up, quickly get ready because we're already late for the next uh, appointment and getting over to there. Um, so we went over for our first of our after parties. Went over to the good hotel and quick box, and that actually worked quite well, didn't it? It was nice. Yeah. Kind of chilled it all out a little bit. We had a nice little meal. Um, we got to talk, you know, to certain members of, of QuickBooks that we don't normally get the opportunity to talk to, and, and kind of uh, bring that sort of in. And, and I thought that was a, a really nice, nice part of the day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lovely way just to go and pause, yeah, and chill, sit down. That was really, really appreciated to be able to sit down. But yeah, it was be a, it was fantastic just to be able to pause and go. That's day one done and go <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so yeah so we did that uh and then we went over to the fox uh had a pint <laughs> one whole pint at the fox the cues for the bar were phenomenal the noise inside was horrific i mean i'm, I'm sounding like a proper old person here but overall i was that was sensory overload for me. Like, I was so pleased they have that outside area and you could just stand outside and, yeah, not worry about the ear-penetrating music inside. Um, but, yeah, we went to the Fox. We had a pint. We caught up with a few different people, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, chat on my end, I got to um, shout across the bar to Samantha Mitchum, a friend of the show who's been on the show before. Um, and we both said, oh, that's probably the only time we'll see each other during the context. And, Yes, it was. It was. Um, and I think that's kind of sums up how it is. It can, you know, it, it is so vast, so big. You know, you just bump into people, don't you? And that's, and 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 you're grateful if you get to do that sometimes because yeah. you know, 
going through the conversation topic and people chatting in the chat now, like people were missing each other. There wasn't opportunity to see everyone. And it's just such a vast, vast thing, isn't it? So yeah, but the Fox was absolutely mayhem. Um, yeah. yeah, it was great. We, we, well, I had a go at doing a TikTok video. I don't know about you, Joanna. You were, you were, no, tempted, I you? You I were close. quite entertained. Um, yeah, I, I was quite entertained by you trying to be, that energetic and um, able to jump and dance after such a long day. I mean, that was an achievement in itself. I mean, shout out to Rachel. I think her um, creation clinic, we went there a couple of times, didn't we? Um, yeah. Over the, uh, over the space today, every time it was, uh, you know, there was people there, there was a buzz around it. And for anyone who didn't know the whole idea of the creation clinic was you literally turn up, you take your phone and, uh, Rachel and her team basically create content with you that you, you know, show you how it's done. Um, maybe we should have done that first. Maybe that's where we went wrong. <laughs> Literally. Right. How do I do a social media takeover? Go. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Let's go ask the expert. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and that was pretty much day two. I mean, we, we went back to the hotel, didn't we, afterwards? People somehow carried on to other other events that were still somehow letting people in and letting people go. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I think uh, we were acutely aware, weren't we, that we'd already planned for breakfast at seven and back at the event for eight o'clock next morning. So we were extremely well behaved and reserved and just called it quits and went to bed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So then roll around for day two, and that's where we, you know, same again. But for us it gave us that opportunity to be able to go catch up with the vendors at that point. And we spent most of day one at QuickBooks and that's what we yeah. spent most of the day doing. Day two, we got the opportunity to go and talk to the different vendors and, you know, everyone was saying how busy the place was, how, you know, energetic the place was. And if, I, I'm yet to find someone or especially on the vendor side who had a disappointing account text. Yeah. No, I think everyone did well out of account X, I think. Um, yeah, like when we were chatting to Swoop, they were saying that their badge scans were down on previous years, but actually the quality of the conversation was up and the number of actual meetings that they booked in to have was up. Brilliant. And ultimately, we can all go around scanning badges. That doesn't mean that person's interested in going to do a sale. Um, it's the actual meetings that really matter exactly right exactly um and you know we we got the opportunity to kind of go around and talk to people one of my favorite parts of that day was uh we w went to see um when we went back to the quickbooks stand and next to it was their main stage sponsored by quickbooks stage whatever number it was <laughs> and there was a uh, sage on on stage talking away about i don't know what the conversation topic was I, I didn't i didn't see what their one i think chris downing was there so it would have been one of the uh, one of the important ones, one of the big talks, and it's on the main stage as well. Yeah, we got Sage sat there, all four of their kind of you know big speakers there, sponsored by QuickBooks. <laughs> so yeah, it's out. the little things that pleases, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, that went that went down well. All right, awesome. So let's kind of go around. Speaking of vendors and and everything, there, let's go around a couple of the vendors then, and what what they announced, what was going on. Um, Kibio easy for us wasn't it we knew that there was going to be no announcements there i think it was just an opportunity to talk about what was announced in a bit more detail and i think ultimately it seemed to go down well um yeah. one thing shout out to them they got swagger the um swagger the event um was passed to them they got the best swag award um they kind of <laughs> rehashed the game from the previous year where you put the ball and it drops down and goes into yeah. there um, but they did have the outside thing, though, and I think the outside thing worked quite well, didn't it? This little spinny, yeah, um, spin the wheel, wheel type game. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, that and the swag they were giving away, regardless of the method to get it, was you know they had the hoodies, they had their water bottles, then they had power banks, earbuds, like notepads, pens, stickers, badges, like they and had loads of, loads of good stuff, and the QuickBooks trainers. You know, I mean. I always felt my little trainer collection was quite exclusive. I feel it's been cheapened slightly by just giving it away. But well, I, if you've got size five and, and below, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a 
lots of people were heading over because they'd heard the swag was good. So it was a great, great PR stunt from QuickBooks. Um, and well done to Misha and the team that organized all of that and thought this would be good swag because that was fantastic. Yeah, and it definitely well, well deserved on that one, wasn't it? Let's go to some of the other big boys then. So Sage. So we've said a few times, haven't we, that for us, we feel that QuickBooks has QuickBooks Connect. Zero. Sometimes has zero con, depending on, you know, uh, what what, what year it is. Yeah, (laughs) basically. Um, You know, free agent don't really need to have their own event, but they've always can go off the NatWest ones from time to time. They do a roadshow of their own. Yeah, exactly. So that's fine. So when you look at the big boys, they've kind of got their own events coming through. But we say this is their event. This is their, you know, for them, they want this to be known as SageCon, really, don't they? This is what they would like it to be. And and definitely from a impressive stand point of view, wow. Like they must win the standard the award, uh, standard the um of the show award. Um, easily. We've heard they they spent a pretty penny on it, so you know, kudos to them. <laughs> but the stand looked very, very impressive. Yeah. One thing though that we didn't or what I was expecting was I was expecting a big announcement, like something you know acquisition yeah. probably unlikely new feature more likely there wasn't anything was there and that was quite surprising for saying this was their you know their their you know their show if you like yeah yeah we'd heard a little rumor in buzz that there was buzz amongst the equity world that something was happening with some of the attendees at account X. It didn't turn out to be anything. There might be something in the coming weeks or in, you know we've not got any names or anything like that we just heard there was noise in the equity markets at the moment. Um, But yeah, Sage certainly had the stand of the year. I mean, some of the numbers we heard that they'd been spending on it were phenomenal. Um, You know, it's, it's big money and I don't quite know how you get the return on investment there for that, but yeah, they they put on a show as they always do. Well, I suppose the beauty of Sage is their ecosystem so vast now that majority of accountants will be interested in some form of the yeah. Sage brand. So I suppose that's their return on investment, isn't it? It's about yeah. you, as soon as you walked in, they were one of the first stands there. They had that big umbrella, you know. You yeah. kind of see where that came from, and you know. Speaking of big stands, and I didn't put them on this list. Oh, I, yeah, I have done. But Hammock, I mean, that was a huge stand. We we, we said it beforehand, didn't we, that we were yeah. shocked. Well, on, on the floor plan, it looked like it was a um, an ambitious stand, but actually they went fully, fully blown. I mean, maybe they were trying to make it Hammock Con, not uh, not just yeah. Zero Con. It was, it was crazy, wasn't it? What was, you know, again, there was no announcements there, was there? It was just more brand awareness that they were going for. <laughs> Sorry, I think my camera's just switched off. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Um, yeah, so the, um, yeah, there was no, um, um, yeah, there was no, uh, you know, big announcement. I think it was brand awareness. But I, I, return on investment, again, like the Sage one, I can understand. Fully get that. Hammett one. It talks yeah. like, like, are we missing something? Yeah, from a hammock point of view, I don't know where they were going to get their money from from that event. Like, that was, yeah, that's a tough call for hammock to spend that kind of money. Just from what I've seen of the landlord industry, the pain point's not big enough at the moment for landlords to go, yes, we're going to use tech. Yeah, and like, like Stuart says here, like I met Hammett two years ago at Daz and it was just a tiny round S. And, that, and that's how we've known them. And, you know, and yeah. we talk lyrically, we love their, their platform, we love their software. It's just like, wow. Like that's, I mean, surely who who's fallen away then? Was it, was it the deck stand smaller this year compared to it? Is that, is that the one that's fallen away? Because surely they, they never used to be four massive stages like that did they or am i misthinking it i don't know i think the decks was about the same size as previous years i just 
yeah, maybe they got rid of a few small stands. Like, I don't know. It's an odd one. It is, it is. But, well, hopefully, fingers crossed for them, it's uh, it's done the numbers they need. I assume um, they've got a gold stand at Dallas, so maybe we'll get a chance to talk to them there um, and, and figure out exactly what's happened. So, some of the big boys again, zero. Um, I mean, they were there and they had coffee machines everywhere. Um, again, no no announcements. I don't no. believe there was any announcements. So, yeah, it was more of a brand awareness more than anything else for them, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think just being there, I mean, it was... It, they were there. Yeah, and that's really all we can say. I mean, they still had their... Uh, you walked in, they had that impressive kind of um, walking through and you can see it's zero, 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 um, all above it. So you had that there, didn't you? Um, yeah. was again, and, and actually they're saying how how ham, how good Hammett was um, and Paul saying that there were some mergers, some stands combined into two. So yeah, completely great. Then we had one of the big ones, in my opinion, in terms of actual news. We were, this year was light on vendor news, um, but Bright came with two big announcements, didn't they? So, first of all, was Bright Tax, which basically is BTC. Um, so, for those who don't know, BTC, which is a accounts production software, has now gone cloud based. And Bright Tax was their big announcement for this particular account tax. Um, I've played with it, used it. I am not overly impressed with it but i think i'm not the right target audience if i think about it i feel like bright tax is basically first and foremost making sure that they are keeping the bright or the btc hardcore users happy i think that's what their first aim of the game is let's try and replicate what the btc hardcore users like let's put it in the cloud and fingers crossed they can innovate from there because what I've used so far, I'm not overly happy or impressed with. But again, I'm not sure I'm quite the target audience for it. Um, you didn't get a chance to have a look at it at all, did you? No, it, it's BTC's never been on my radar, really. So knowing what they've gone from and to, you know, and ultimately, we're fairly happy with where we are at the moment for tax and accounts. It's not a software we're looking to change. Don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm not ecstatic, I'm not promoting it, what we've got. It does the job, and at the moment we've got other pain points we're focusing on, so I didn't take the time to have a look at Bright Tax. And we're not in that, we don't use any part of that ecosystem of theirs, so to tap into one bit would be tough. Yeah, exactly. I think for me, like, the dream is definitely there. Like, because we are, you know, county manager um, is our practice management solution at the moment, the dream of an accounts production, payroll solution, everything talking to there is amazing. Like the idea that you send out a set of accounts and it just updates your tasks for you. Wow. Like, you know, I'm sure client engager would love to have that functionality if they could make it work. It's just, there's so many barriers to entry, isn't there? But so many issues, so many problems that, yes, it's always on top of the list of we would want, but actually making it work is a whole different game, right? Yeah. Right. if you look at how long it's taking Zero and Qwik Books and Co to get this right, it's a hell of a challenge. Like the fact that Capium has done it as well as they have, Nomi is giving it a good go. Um, you know, Tax Filer has been doing it for years on a very simple level, but it's functional. Um, yeah, to deliver it in in software was one thing. To deliver it in cloud seems to be a real challenge. Definitely. I mean, we've seen it with QuickBooks, right? Like the resources they've got, everything they have, and, you know, it's not going to be an instant, uh, you know, uh, product that's going to be wow to everyone. It is going to be a slow burn to get you to the place. Actually, you need it to be like, yeah. you're go- if you want to use that QuickBooks um, accounts production software now, you're going to have to make compromises, you know, be it that a very small proportion of your client base is going to get service go forward if that's what you're going to go down. Um, but yeah, it... Like we can see how challenging it is, um, and 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 actually just saying there about talking to BC, what the main players in cloud tax and accounting. Jan's just said it, you know, KPM, Nomi, they're the two kind of all encompassing. Everything's already there, and then from a cloud point of view, you've got this Iris elements that 
meh seems to have lost its way a little bit it seems to have kind of you know done a typical iris they've they've acquired the you know interest in platforms but then kind of not really developed them or pushed them through so it's difficult but you know back on topic with bright bright tax it's uh hopefully fingers crossed it's an announcement that will get people thinking about it and kind of push them over if you think about it now their whole suite is now cloud-based which is yep. you know thumbs up that's what we wanted from them that's that's good you know it brings an ecosystem that some people are going to be really excited about that's so cool to see um and kind of um fingers crossed that yes the first initiation first releases maybe a little bit you know traditional if you like but hopefully the people there can 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 change that around and, and change it to something else what they did release though was you know i no no news to me because i've been there beta testing it for a long time but maybe news to some people was bright proposed was bright proposed something that people are was aware of if you know were you aware of it sort of thing i knew they were dabbling in something how they've done it isn't quite what i was expecting them to do i was expecting them to have something built into accountancy manager yeah. Um, in the same regards that we've done that at Client Engager, that you've got the built-in proposal tool, as it were, they've built it as a standalone product, which fine, okay. That you know, I suppose that gives them the opportunity to talk to the whole accounting market, yeah, rather not than just, just the editors. yeah, the account accountancy manager users, which is fair play to them. That's a great idea. You look at Ignition, you look at Go Proposal. They aren't tied to just one CRM practice management tool. They're they're open to use them all. Um, so yeah, it's it's a different approach to what I was expecting. I knew they were dabbling with something. There was rumours in the market that they've been dabbling with it for quite a while. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, I'm just glad it's out now so I can talk about it because it's been one of those where <laughs> not being able to talk about it was killer. But I'm I'm excited for the concept of it. Um, I feel like at this point in time, they, that, like you just said there, the whole idea is that they're trying to make sure that they've got that standalone product so that if you're not an AM user, you could at least be interested in it, right? Get that, yeah. understand and as you've just said, that the 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 big competitors then straight straight away is go propose ignition, and you kind of toe to toe with that. Yeah. If anything, they're not toe to toe with the likes of client engager now because client gone a different way. You know, it's like you said, it's built in, so you can see where they're going. My concern is that they're focused too much on the competition and what the competition are doing, and they're not focused on what really their core audience would be, because to me. To get this off the ground from day one, just make sure your accounting manager team users are happy. Like, make it work seamlessly with accounting manager. Make it so it's almost integrated, but it is a standalone product. That's fine. That to me would be the way where I would, I'd assume, you'd get more traction, and therefore you're going to get more people giving you feedback, and you'll get more people opportunity to develop it. And you know, the more users you get, the more you know, the more use of it, the better it's going to be overall. This tactic of it being completely standalone, meaning that things like your client um, engagement letters, for example, you're going to have to do them again. Like they are not linked to accounting manager. So at the moment, you're kind of sending a proposal out with a, with an engagement letter. The client signs the engagement letter, then you ask them to sign up to accounting manager, and then they sign another client engagement letter. Like doesn't quite work as you'd expect it to work in that utopia of, well, this is a bright product, so surely all things bright must must talk to one another. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, and I just hope that sooner or later they get that bridge done because I think without that, it's going to be a really hard sell, isn't it? Yeah, without that deep integration with your own practice management tool, you are even more direct competition with Ignition and Go Proposal because... Their, their tools haven't got that deep integration with any practice management tool. Exactly. So actually, accountants manager almost losing out here because I don't think what they've launched is as powerful or is as good as Go Proposal or Ignition. The winning factor for them, which would have got them a huge audience straight away, is the ability for the deep dive into accountancy manager that no one else could have. 
you've ring fenced that you've that's your own unique thing you know feature and they seem to be forgetting that like they've overlooked it you know like when we built our pricing tool last year we had discussions about do we spin it off as a separate thing that would be potentially free for client engager users and then chargeable for anyone else that wants to use it but it wouldn't and we just didn't think it had the it wasn't as slick it wasn't as well done as our, as that market have done elsewhere in the form of go proposal ignition panda docs etc so we we said no we'll just have it built in really integrated into the whole system and not worry about you know people that might want to use our proposal tool to then run the practice management in accountancy manager or center whatever it is so yeah it i feel like they've made a boo boo here yeah it's a shame isn't it I, I also feel like, like the the buzz around it and, and excitement around it of a new product, like you want to be pushing your front forward for uh, your, your best foot forward, right? And I just felt like if they'd have just shown it as this beautifully integrated solution and it helps onboarding and it goes from there, I just felt like there would be more people being able to really push it. But now it's, oh, it's a good product, don't get me wrong. But there's this compromise, and but there's this, and it it's felt like they've released it with a but, and that's that's a shame when it's a brand new product from scratch. Like, you know, the BTC to Bright Tax, I can almost give them a pass on that one because that's legacy, right? Like, they've got a really fine line between people like me being happy, and and, and like when I did my um, beta testing for them, I gave them a, a you know an, an honest and quite scathing review. But actually, when I think about it. Again, that that wasn't for me, right? I can give them a pass on that. It was designed really for the 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 P- BTC users. Like, get them right first. Like, clearly, they want to be happy first. They're the ones you want to be looking after. But when it's a brand new product, you want to be releasing it without the butt, don't you? And I think that's what they, the, the the unfortunate thing. Uh, what we 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 won't go into exactly the pricing because I don't think they quite have nailed those pricing points yet. Um, and and to be fair, like, well, the price is the price, right? Yeah. What is worrying though that also came with that is that there's potentially going to be a, a limit to how many proposals you can send out, uh, all that sort of thing. Those sort of things are just, again, feel restrictive, feel like it's, you know, go, go proposal, do it their way, whatever that that's what they want to do. Don't, we don't need a competitor toe for toe for go proposal. We just need something else. Like, you know, I'm waiting for one of these that, that are going to charge per, you know, per proposal, whatever. Why not? change the way and why not be a bit of a disruptor maybe we only charge you if you win the job for example you know that that'd be a, a new novel concept right yeah. but there's there's no seems to be wanting to disrupt it other, other than like client again just gave it for free and like you can have it um but if you're going to charge for it then surely we need a we need to change the way that charging for proposals is done not just follow the follow the the route of it is that is that fair to say yeah i mean <laughs> one of the things i I think would be interesting for these standalone ones to do is a lot of people moan that they're paying for ignition or go proposal or bright proposal, whatever they're going to use on a subscription basis, but they're not sending out proposals on a monthly basis. So actually is it value for money for them? Whereas if actually you just charged a fixed amount for each proposal you send out, or you charge a percentage for of the fee that you win off that proposal, then I think that's justified. Like if I was if someone said to me you can use this amazing tool to send out proposals and it's going to help you win more proposals, and we back that and we are so confident it's going to help you win more proposals, we're not going to charge you unless you win a proposal, at which point we're going to take a percentage of that fee that you're generating because we helped you get that fee. They take it from a commissions basis. I think that could be a game changer. Yeah. And as Ashley said, it, you know, that would work really well, you know, make sure that you're nailing the deal. And I, I, you know, we need a disruptor like that. It's the product owner standing by their product. Exactly. Um, And it gives them a, a, you know, an opportunity to show that, 
this is why to try us like try something different like gopros has done their thing for so long now right it's done it's it's a you know it's a feature rich project product at this point in time to target them and to go now toe to toe with them they're gonna have to bring something different so you know hopefully think the i don't think the pricing has been 100 percent nailed on yet so hopefully there's an opportunity to bring something like that i'm not 100 sure i like the idea of a a scaling fee (laughs) based on what they win you know that almost feels like you know you're kind of giving away too much information to them, but yeah, whichever works, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. I mean, cool. without being too horrible to accountancy manager, because this is my overall scathing remark to the whole industry at the moment, is you can tell this has been built with a return on investment for the investors in mind. Mm. Because if accountancy manager wanted just uptake and proof yeah. of proof of the concept this would be free of charge for any accountancy manager users. It would be added value. But it's not. Like, everyone, if, you want, if you're using accountancy manager, you're going to have to pay for this bolt-on. At which point, you have to ask yourself, right, is it worth however much they're going to charge to send how, however many proposals a month they're letting you send out versus using a spreadsheet to calculate the price and then putting that into accountancy manager and sending out a, a basic letter of engagement from there. Like, yeah, that, that's too many decisions for a firm owner to have to make. Yeah. And in fairness, I know they're talking about a, a bright um, ID slash market store slash, you know, you could buy the whole ecosystem. And I assume if you buy the whole ecosystem, you're going to get some discount. I get that, but you're right. It, too many decisions to make and you know i suppose their argument is that it makes it more scalable but then at what point do you decide that actually winning new works the you know you're at that level where you can afford to win it you know what i mean it's almost like that should be one of the first ones as well as accounts you know practice management yeah. tool. <clears throat> i mean don't get me wrong they can carry on doing what they want to do the way they're <laughs> doing it at the moment because it makes it an easier win for client engagement yeah, true true like Right, so you're using using accountancy manager. You've got X amount of clients. You've got how many staff? Right, so you're now paying, so let's say, four staff. So you're paying 120 quid a month to accountancy manager. You're probably paying half of that to client engager. Oh, you want the proposal tool as well? Well, that's another however much a month they're going to put on top of that. Plus, if you want to send out more proposals and they're letting you do, there's probably going to be a surcharge. Yep. Oh, no, we've got all that built in. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. they, as much as I'd love them to listen to this and go, these guys have made a really good point. We need to disrupt the market. From a client engager point of view, carry on as you are. <laughs> like, because we'll come in and disrupt the market. You know, yeah. everything we're doing is added value. We, we're not building or planning to build anything that increases the price to use our product. Yeah, 100%. And Paul makes a good point that, you know, for the year he used GoProposal, he lost more clients and we're not using them. But as he does say, that is related to more of his his or his clients than uh, and his audience for his yeah. clients than anything else. But you know, a good proposal solution should be something that helps anyone in the practice be able to sell the product. That's where I see that the, you know the that's where proposal becomes important to me. Right when when yeah. you start scaling your practice and it's not just you going out there trying to win work and you're having to rely on your staff to get that proposal right each and every time that's where the, the bread and butter comes for me and that's where you know i'm i'm hopeful that that's where they can bring that in okay yeah. cool and like you know my firm sent out two proposals last week without any intervention from me exactly. now i know when i look at my team's close rate i am a better deal closer than the rest of my team but exactly. i've been doing it for years yeah i know how to you know i know what to say and how to say it these guys are still learning but at least yeah. they've got the tool to enable them to learn to do it and have the confidence what they're quoting is right. Um, and yeah, Bright Payroll was, I mean, that's exactly it, wasn't it? It was a disruptor. Um, yeah. Matthew says here, it surprised me, Bright pricing policy is Bright was very competitive when they launched Bright Payroll. It was a huge disruptor to the industry. It was like, at the, at the time, it was just Sage Payroll really, wasn't it? Which was obscenely expensive for what it was. Yeah. And Bright Payroll came in and just like, hold my beer and, you know, you can get all that plus more at a lot less. You know, it, yeah, it, it's an odd one, isn't it? 
Yeah. Um, quickly run through some of the announcements just so that we've got them cleared. KPM um, had a charity account. I'm not 100% sure on this, but when I tested their charity account, it was only in their bookkeeping module, which kind of put me off a little bit, if I'm completely honest. According to the press release, it's also accounts production as well. So fingers crossed on that one. That, yep. If they do that, if that's what they've done, if that press release is right, then that is a brilliant thing. Because that's first to market to have proper, proper charity accounts. And that's a massive, massive plus. Yep. Um, and really, really good string to their bow. Uh, Iris released extends elements we, we we were talking off air we have no idea what the actual release was um it seems like they've just kind of put everything back into elements one which was already happened so unless they've just accelerated that um whatever they they've they've brought in their um extension to iris element effectively it, it's the final nail in the coffin pretty much to tax filer isn't it that's it's yeah. that's pretty much gone now uh, anyone who is on tax filer i really would just count your days at this point don't know how long you've got left until you get moved over, forced at gunpoint. But yeah, that just seems to be what it is. Um, we went to see our favourites. So Cresco Swoop, we've already mentioned, you know, Swoop itself, but Cresco, good presence. And fingers crossed, we got a breakthrough with them and QuickBooks, didn't we? That's what that could so. be the, the big news of it. So hopefully, fingers crossed with that. Well, at least we've got people talking to the right people. Um, and there were some new boys there as well, weren't there? Apron, as we've already mentioned, big shout out yep. to them. Um, and how we say in the other software, the decks on steroids, what we call them, Aurelia? Oh, Aurelia, <laughs> something like that. That's the one. Uh, they were the other one that we had a bit of a yeah. social media interaction with. So Interesting Overall, concept. We'll see how they deliver in yes, the coming months. Exactly. Yes, we've got, some, uh, we've got some things out. I mean, we ran out of time, but one of the big conversation topics was going to be, is AI a fad or not? because we want to talk about that, but we can save that for next week. So yeah. if at any questions, please, please do put them in the question box. Um, I'm going to stick that in there because we may be thinking that AI was a bit of a fad. We were really excited about it last I week. I wasn't. Were you? I didn't think AI was a fad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. In the concept of what was released. Oh, um, right. I should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were really excited, but it feels like what has been released so far. Hmm not quite what we were expecting um and i think there's a lot there's definitely room for a lot more to um come back on that one um so fingers crossed because we really do you know we want to see it come through we want to see um the excitement side things but it just doesn't feel like what was released is what we were expecting but it's early days isn't it yeah so if you do have any questions especially with items like that there kirsty Stick it in the question box. I've just put the thing there and we can talk about it there. Final bit, we had a bit of a poll on, on LinkedIn. A quick poll for Accountex in the UK about Accountex 2023 in London last week. The question, the answers were, I didn't attend Accountex. I attended and I was glad I did. And I attended and I wish I hadn't. 31% said they didn't attend Accountex. Mm, seems about right, doesn't it? There was a lot of FOMO, wasn't there, unfortunately, yeah. with people not, not there. Um <clears throat> I attended, and I'm glad I did, was a massive 63%, so that's got to be good. 6% said I attended and wish I didn't, hadn't. I'm not going to name names. I think I know one person who wished they didn't attend, but that's uh, that's one for another day. Well, maybe not another day, or maybe we can never say that off air. Um, I think if we ever do an after party of Ask the Accountant, then do come up to me and I'll explain exactly who I saw walking around <laughs> by themselves. Um, <laughs> and I definitely feel like they were the one of the 6%. Wonderful. Anything oh. else you want to finish on there, Johan, before we, uh, it's we wrap up? savage the there, isn't it? <laughs> um, no, I mean, overall, what a fantastic week. Let's talk about some of the AI announcements next week. Yeah. We did have a quick look. We're going to have a bit more of an in-depth look this week at what's going on, what they're announcing. Overall feeling, Kirsty, is it's a bit of a PR stunt and a bit of a soft touch at this moment in time for now. For now. But the opportunities that, you know, like what Carbon and Pixie are talking about in the future is phenomenal. It's really exciting. And if that's where the whole industry goes, that's, yeah, really exciting. Um, but yeah, and of course, Ashley, we cannot wait to join you until on Wednesday for the 15 minutes with the LinkedIn guy 
talking about Accountex, and there's some fantastic people on that session, not just Aaron and I, but actually other people that whose opinions you will probably want to listen to more than ours. Yeah, we're the B crowd for that one, if you think about who's, who's turning up for that one. Yeah, we really can't wait for that. Uh, so, yeah, every everyone, please do get your uh, diaries out, get yourself in. Is it 12.30, if I made that up? All right. 12.30 is correct. On yeah, Wednesday. 12.30. All Wednesday, we are looking forward to it. And Ash, if you have got a link, please put it in the chat now and we'll uh, we'll copy and paste it galore. Um, so Johan, while we're waiting for potentially Ashley to put a little um a little comment in, have you got a anything planned for this week other than obviously Wednesday? Other than Wednesday, no, just busy, busy week, lots going on in the firm, lots going on at client engager. So just trying to keep all my plates spinning always the uh, the issue isn't it when you come back from account x it's just it's that first look at the thing. i don't know about you i needed a couple of days off um just to recover um because yeah. on friday we were we were out again um and didn't get time to properly go in we had a quick look but uh yeah i was just kind of that fear of opening up and seeing how many emails were truly there it was uh yeah but it, it's all done it's all good um and yeah, Countex just come from strength to strength, hasn't it? So the season is well and truly on. So we'll see um, what happens in the next couple of months. Digital Countex show, less than a month. We'll be it's there. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. With that, though, that has been today. Ask the accountant. As always, we go live at 8.30 on a Monday. Why not come and speak to us like everyone has been in the comments. It's been absolutely brilliant. Thank you for all your comments today. Uh, thank you for everyone who attended AccountX as well and came to our little session. We appreciate each and every one of you. That will be going live as well. So you might be able to see your little faces on there as well. Uh, don't forget that you can also watch or sign up to us on the podcast service of your choice, which go live on a Wednesday. With that then, that is the end of today's chat. Thank you very much, Johan. Thank you. Hope you have a good week. And you. And with that, we will speak to you all this time next week. Bye for now. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.